Hey Light Anglers, today is March 11th, my name is Jack and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. This is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before I do that, please be sure to leave a 5 star review, rate, like, subscribe and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in The Light Angle we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find The Light Angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of the show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, y'all. Interesting article I found today has to do with the United States Navy. That's some good stuff. So there's actually, I found two versions of this story. So one is from the New American, which is a little bit far right and uh, they leave out some important things to this article Uh, so I'm going to be referencing the stars and stripes uh, version this is from stripes.com and if you don't know stars and stripes is like the military's newspaper you know news reporting place so of course they're going to be a little bit more biased towards the you know government side of things but I feel as though they bring in some needed information where it's kind of left out of the other one although the other one is funnier so but anyway getting into this the navy won't deploy warship after judge stops dismissal of its commander for refusing the coronavirus vaccine interesting navy officers said they cannot deploy a norfolk va based warship after a federal judge ruled the ruled the service commanders are prohibited from acting against the ship's captain for refusing the coronavirus vaccine. Despite their insistence, they have lost faith in his ability to command. The Navy commander, identified only by his rank in court papers, filed a lawsuit in the Middle District of Florida in October with several other service members seeking relief from the military's coronavirus vaccine mandate on religious grounds. The commander later broke off from the class action suit, refiling in January with an unnamed Marine Lieutenant Colonel to challenge the military's vaccine mandate. Last month, District Judge Stephen Meriday granted a preliminary injunction barring the Navy from requiring the commander or the Lieutenant Colonel to take the vaccine or issuing any punitive or retaliatory measure against them pending a final judgment in the case. The Navy on February 28th asked Mary Day for an emergency stay on the injunction, arguing the order prevents the service from removing an officer from commanding officer billets, who the military has deemed unfit for command, according to the court documents. The order is an extraordinary intrusion upon the inner workings of the military that presents a direct and imminent threat to national security during a global military crisis, and it definitely sidelines a Navy warship, the service said in its appeal on the injunction. The ship is a guided missile destroyer. The Navy has already sent at least four similar warships from Norfolk to Europe as Russia's war on Ukraine intensifies, the service has said. In the judge's response, Mary Day accused the Navy's attorneys of attempting to evoke the frightening prospect of a dire national emergency resulting from allegedly reckless and unlawful overreaching by the district judge and denied their appeal. The denial forces the Navy to keep the commander in his position and bars the Marine Corps from canceling the lieutenant colonel's upcoming assignment to command a combat logistics battalion, a job that would require her to visit ally nations across the world, many of which require U.S. service members to be vaccinated, according to the court papers. While the judge held the military 
uh, is trampling on the commander's and lieutenant colonel's religious rights, the Navy argued in its appeal that the threat to military readiness and national security outweighs the impact on these plaintiffs of additional military proceedings while an appeal is pending in this matter, especially in the commander's case. It's not just the commander's lack of vaccination stopping the Navy from deploying him. Higher-ranking officers have also lost confidence in the commander's ability to lead and will not deploy the warship with him in command because of several reports of failed leadership, according to court documents. The court's order effectively requires the Navy to leave a subordinate commander in command of a warship despite the senior officer's questions related to his fitness to discharge his duty, as ordered Vice Admiral Daniel Dwyer, the commander of Second Fleet. Captain Frank Brandon, Commodore of Destroyer Squadron 25, said in written testimony that he lost faith in the commander's leadership after he showed up to work November 9th and November 10th while exhibiting coronavirus symptoms, violating a Navy order for symptomatic personnel to get tested. The commander could barely speak and had a sore throat, yet still attended navigational meeting with 50 to 60 other people. After the meeting, Brandon ordered the commander to get, take a coronavirus test, which resulted in a positive diagnosis. If there was any question on the need to get tested, then he should have taken the test to remove any doubt and protect his crew from the spread of the coronavirus, Brandon said in, in his testimony. Brandon then issued the commander an administrative letter of instruction intended to document deficiencies and prescribe corrective action. Two months later, the commander reportedly lied to Brandon about a leave request, promising he would stay in the local area while off-duty to spend time with family. However, Brandon later learned that the commander instead took a flight to testify in his case in Florida. I consider the commander's failure to notify me that he was traveling out of the area to be an egregious breach of trust, Brandon wrote in his testimony. I believe that he intentionally misled me. This is cause alone for removal. Well, yeah, he intentionally did that to mislead you. I mean, he was in the middle of a case against him getting kicked out of the military because of... Okay. Well, moving on. The commander also failed to fill out a risk assessment of his travel before his leave, which the Navy requires prior to any travel, and in most cases requires unvaccinated sailors to quarantine upon their return, according to the testimony. If I cannot trust the commanding officer of a guided missile destroyer to honestly apprise me of his whereabouts, I cannot trust him with command of the ship or its crew, Brandon said. Further allowing the commander to continue to lead, the ship would place him in charge of enforcing policies from which he is immunized. Brandon said, leading the Commodore to question whether the commander would enforce Navy orders to require his roughly 320-person crew to get vaccinated. In my professional judgment, I cannot leave him in command of the Navy warship regardless of his vaccination status or religious exemption request, Brandon said. The commander put his crew at risk due to his personal actions and failed to comply with the Navy's policies. Though the judge denied the service's request to issue an immediate pause in the temporary injunction, he will hold a hearing Thursday to further review the Navy's appeal. This peculiarly subjective determination of lost confidence arriving suddenly after 17 stellar years of service by the commander and after, to say the least, tense exchanges with his superior officer about vaccination and about his religious exemption claim does not warrant immediate deference, but rather demands a closer examination. Mary Day, Mary, Day, Mary Day said in his response. So it's interesting, right? That, uh, you know, this commanding officer over 17 years of perfect service 
and then he submits a religious exemption or request and then everything starts falling apart because the navy has i don't think they've authorized one religious exemption request in fact i'm not sure any branches of the military have so one person standing up for his religious freedom and by doing so all of a sudden a bunch of other things are falling into place for him to be removed it's it's crazy it's just crazy me being an enlisted sailor for 20 years um this makes me feel good knowing that there is someone who is high ranking who has a platform to stand up for religious freedom within the military is a great thing and i think you know him and the uh, lieutenant colonel in the marine corps who's doing the same thing standing up to this i think it's great because they're taking a huge risk they're basically you know this can go one way or another and they're risking losing everything they've worked for for the majority of their life so um you know good on them scripture what does scripture say about standing up for others proverbs 31 8 through 9 says speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute speak up and judge fairly defend the rights of the poor and needy so thank you very much for those uh military leaders who are standing up for what i in my opinion is uh not the best policy in the world and unfortunately has removed quite a few you know patriots from our military um because they didn't want to get an experimental vaccine this isn't the first time the military has pushed experimental stuff on people uh anthrax was a big thing that Nothing ever came from, but so many people had to get numerous injections of anthrax and uh, many adverse reactions that you've never heard about uh, resulted from that. But anyway, moving on. Pray with me, y'all. Father God, thank you for giving some in leadership the courage to stand up for those who do not have the platform or who are prohibited from speaking up against the unjust rules and regulations put over them. I pray those who have been forced to take medication against their will remain unharmed. And I ask that those who chose not to follow this guidance find a bit better position in the workforce than they previously had. I pray you will lead us out of this pandemic, our cultural diversity, and everything else going on in the world with a greater focus on you and the care for one another. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.